Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Dudes and Drinks podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about RP in combat. Um, before we jump into that, I am joined by Brad and Tyler. So uh, let's start off with what we're drinking. Tyler, what are you up to? I am drinking a gallon of green tea. Nice, nice. Dude, I'm telling you, man, Arizona green tea just hits different. It does. I am very scared of the kidney stones I'll have. <laughs> but that does not deter me from the taste of Arizona green tea. Not sponsored. You know, I haven't had any kidney stones ever, so... Neither have I. But, like, I just drank a gallon of green tea. I need to go chug, like, a gallon of water to, <laughs> to, to even that out a little bit here soon. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm a big fan of Peace Raspberry Tea. That stuff is amazing. I really like raspberry-flavored stuff, I'm starting to notice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I am just drinking some good old purified tap water. Yummy. Not too crazy. Brad, what are you drinking? Yeah, I'm still finishing up my berry smoothie. You know, I've been... It's it's spooky season. Uh, this is not the spooky season special. That'll be another episode. But, yeah, uh, I want to make a, a pumpkin spice smoothie. I think it'd be really good. Because, uh, like, pumpkin spice lattes are great, but, like, I don't want coffee because it'll make me jitter. So I'll make a pumpkin spice smoothie instead. Interesting. <laughs> I'm kind of curious to see how that turns out. Yeah, me too. Well, I guess maybe we'll know next time. Or, no, we can't know next. I, I know what I'm drinking next time. Um, maybe the time after that. Maybe early November. I'll have a report for you. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Um, hmm. That has me thinking now. So, a smoothie, you need, like, the fruit or the starch in it. So. What? You don't need. No, what do you mean? Not, not starch. starch. What? But you need, like, a, a smoothie typically has, like, you know, a base, like, fruit. Sure. For well, it doesn't have to be a fruit. It doesn't have to be a fruit. But so for the pumpkin one, hmm, you I could guess. Do like pumpkin pie filling or, heck, you could even just make it, like, banana and then add a little bit of pumpkin into it and pumpkin spice and call it a day. Uh, banana and pumpkin spice just doesn't sound right. So if you do, like, some pumpkin... Um, if you want to go like all out, what you can do is get like the actual like squash that's typically used for, to make pumpkin pie. Cause normally you don't use like the pumpkins that you carve to make pumpkin pie. You use a different type of pumpkin. Um, you can get like canned. You could get it canned, but it needs to be, if it's a smoothie, it needs to be cold. At least in my opinion. So you need to freeze oh, that stuff then. Sure. And then yeah, throw pumpkin it in puree. Anyway. Make like um, pumpkin ice cubes. Yeah. Getting a little off topic. <laughs> we'll, so, we'll get, we'll come back to that. Circle back. We'll circle back. Um, so role playing in combat. So this little, uh, discussion came about because I saw a post on Reddit about, um, a player letting another player's character die. Um, and the whole premise of it was the party was battling an enemy. Um, Claire goes down. Two failed death saves later, later, the party is telling the raging barbarian to stop attacking 
and go heal the cleric. And the raging barbarian says, no, I do the most damage. And if I'm raging with my eight intelligence, I'm not going to stop to go heal the cleric, especially whenever, now that the two failed death stays in, anyone else in the party could have saved the cleric. And the initiative order was barbarian, then cleric. So after the cleric had two failed death saves, an entire round went by where anyone else in the party could have saved him, but they decided the barbarian should do it because he's the one right before the cleric. Um, so that's what, that's what kind of spurred this because the post was basically asking, am I at fault because I let the player die because I stayed in character? So I feel like we could talk more about this uh, in depth a little bit more, the post specifically, once we get a bit more into the episode. But let's go ahead and kind of delve into some of the topics that we um, have. So the first one, um, kind of going in line with uh, what you should do and to either mitigate this or avoid scenarios like this or just to, just common courtesy is to establishing expectations, especially during a session zero. Um, you're going to want to set boundaries and discuss what should happen in combat versus with RP and all that stuff. So, uh, Brad and Tyler, any opinions? Yeah. So to start off, I would basically never make a character that would do that. You know, uh, I generally don't want my fellow players to die, uh, even if I'm like a haha funny, mean, nasty barbarian. Uh, I would just not do that. I would always prioritize not having people die, um, especially in combat. Now, out of combat might be different, but like in combat, I'm going to go heal my party, you know? Uh, even if I am a barbarian, even if it fucks with my rage, I don't care. Uh, because... For most people, dying just isn't fun. Um, and if I want everybody to have fun, I'm just going to try to not let them die. Especially if I have a awesome opportunity to do that, you know? Like, it's not like he died because nobody could do anything. They died because somebody chose not to do anything. And I think that probably sucks on the part of the player who died, you know? So I, I would just generally try to avoid that as a player. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like, though, if, like, a player... Specifically one that isn't intelligent or like the stereotypical uh, barbarians um, that have one-track minds. I feel like if you establish within session zero that, hey, if my character is raging and going all in against an enemy, then he's not going to be stopping until the enemy's dead, pretty much. Sure. Um, I think... But, okay, I also want to quit... Okay. I have, a, I have a lot of problems with just this whole situation. So I think they said that the barbarian has like eight intelligence. Yes. So first of all, eight intelligence isn't actually all that dumb. Eight intelligence, you're still, you're, you're still capable of like thinking. You're not, you're not a total like one tracked moron. Yes. Um, additionally, I'm not even sure this is an intelligence issue. This might be just like a wisdom issue. I don't, I don't know. Um, medicine, I think, or, or I don't know. I think it's more of a wisdom thing, you know, combat strategy, you know, healing people. I generally see that more of a wisdom thing, but whatever. But then, go ahead. I don't even think this is good RP. 
Like, he's like, wow, I'm really expressing my character by attacking in combat. It's like, come on. It's like, I, I don't even know how much RP that is. You know, it's like, oh, it's what my character is. Would it really? Like, I, I just, I'm having a hard time buying that it was, this was like such a great win for RP. It was like a massive loss for the fun of the game. And was it actually a win for RP? Like, not really. Are you going to remember this like years down the road? And be like, wow, remember the one time my barbarian attacked the bad guy? Like, that's While not a memorable die? moment, in my like, opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's... I just don't think it's a worthwhile situation. It feels like it caused a lot more, you know, annoyance than it, you know, benefited the RP, you know? But, so, so why did it fall to the Barbarian to heal the cleric? Because of initiative order. It sounded like everybody else had an opportunity to heal as well. Yeah, so everybody else, else probably should have, but... The Barbarian yeah. should have too. The Barbarian's not at more fault than everybody else, but he's not, like, in the righteous here, you know? It, it was it was more of the whole... Uh, Tyler, you've brought this up a lot. Like, whenever some whenever people are like... Somebody call an ambulance, no, one else, no one's calling an ambulance because they think someone else is going to. You need to specify a person to do it. And I think the issue that happened here was they waited until... It was the barbarian's turn to be like, hey, you do this since none of us did it. Yeah, you know, God forbid a legendary action happened and disabled the barbarian. Like, what were they going to do then, you know? I don't know. So, I I would be beyond pissed if my party let my character die because they wanted to do DPS instead of healing me. I I would be beyond pissed, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Um, Avatar Last Airbender. Aang goes full... Aang, I would consider... Uh, uh, hot take. Hot take. Barbarian. I, barbarian. Ooh, we're, we're, we're hot that's take. a real hot take. Hot take. Anytime, anytime Avatar State's enacted, it happens to be whenever he's really fucking mad and he's out of control. <laughs> Dare I say, raging. <laughs> 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 But, but, whenever he, like, like, okay, so the Avatar State, he struggles the entire series trying to, he struggles learning how to manage it. Like you would temper, like you would anger. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, he has successfully, you know, like, awoken himself to being able to, it, it's the same thing with the Hulk is like, that's my secret, I'm always angry, and then goes green whenever the fuck he wants. Like, Bruce Banner going green whenever he wants because he's controlling, you know, Professor Hulk mm-hmm. kind of deal. So, like, so, like, throughout the series, every time he gets angry, he always has a way to calm down. Like, he was about to, he was about to slaughter a bunch of fucking desert dwellers because they stole Appa. Yeah. Like, he, he was, like, if, 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 no, if none of his friends were there to see him do that, he would have probably killed every single one of them. It took an outside source to get him to stop. Yeah, so like like it took his friends it took his friends pleading to him to like or it even it just it just took Katara just coming just like, you know, calling out for him and triggering him to calm down. So like why is it your barbarian would be so hyper focused on the bad guy when he's raging that he's completely unaware of his friends that he's in a group with for god knows how long. We don't know how long they've been playing this campaign. 
I mean, they could have just met, but like, if if they were like hundreds of, if they were like a hundred sessions in or something, and like traveling for months together, I think there would be a little bit of recognition. Like, my friends are in trouble. Kind yeah. of deal. It, it, it's not like Avatar Ang like blatantly disregards the well being of his friends whenever he's Avatar State. Like, he goes into the Avatar State to protect his friends. You yeah. know, it's so I don't know. I, and, I'm just not buying the RP side there. Like, there's, uh, like. Um, okay, I, I ran a session, right? I, I was running a campaign for the first group I ever DM'd for, and it was just a, pretty much just a string of one-shots, almost, with the same mm-hmm. characters over and over, with the same, yeah, the same characters over and over. And, like, they, they were just, like, leveling up and just, like, you know, traveling from town to town, pretty much like, uh, they were pretty much like witchers, I guess. That'd be a good comparison. And, uh, they were in a cave, or they, they, were, they were in an overtaken mine, by kobolds, but at the deep back of the mine, the kobolds wouldn't go near. And the party was like, why are all these kobolds at the front of this mine and not in the back? So they, they ventured to the back and found and found a massive cavern covered covered all the walls in spider web. And they entered it, and spiders repelled down from the ceiling onto them, and they were in an engagement. They, that, that was in, they, they were in an encounter with giant spiders. And the barbarian of the group, out of anybody, out of anybody, the barbarian had a phobia of spiders. And so <laughs> the entire party entered the room, the barbarian's out of the room, looking at it through a hallway, watching his party members fight spiders and two of them go down. And this barbarian is like, is like, guys, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then he heard, and then like everybody was like, like all the characters were like, help, help, like we need help. And th- dude, this barbarian raged and he like he sprinted into the spider infested room and slaughtered both of the giant spiders while his friends were like bleeding out on the ground and it was a fantastic fantastic moment of showing like like that that no matter how like how much of an argument you have for it's what my character would do there's always a way to twist it to make the game more enjoyable like, you do not have to be like, my character's afraid of spiders, he will not go anywhere near spiders, and then fucking pin that, save it, sign it, you know? Like, there's there's ways around it, and it just depends on how much you care about telling a good story and, like, having fun with your friends. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. So, uh, another little talking point we have here um, comes down to establishing expectations. So... Tony, I think the the Reddit post mentioned in like a session zero type thing. Um, maybe they established that this is what the barbarian would do. Uh, like they would say, yeah, my guy, he just isn't the healer type. He's probably not going to go out of his way to heal somebody even if they're dying. Right? And it sounds like the whole party kind of agreed to that. Which, <laughs> that makes it better on the barbarian's behalf. That he did kind of like warn everybody that's what would happen. I still think it would be, I would still be against that. I'd be like, in session zero, I would then be like, yo, Barbarian, that's kind of dumb. Don't do that. So, yeah. so it was it was someone else who commented saying that their Barbarian to that in the session zero. This one never oh. did. Um, this person did update their um, uh, their post a bit to reiterate it. Um, yeah, if, if he didn't warn anybody about it, fuck that guy. No offense. I yeah. hope he's not listening. Like, 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 even if 
you are like even if you like disclaim it at the beginning like hey you know my my guy is not a healer type he doesn't know how to do that uh, that's not something that he's really good at then like then have him do something else involving the character that's dying like 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 you, like, you, you can do a medicine the, check to stabilize him like you don't even have yeah. to heal him you know like, like the barbarian could have ran over and literally yeah just tried stabilizing or or even just picked up the character and yeah. ran away from danger yeah with him like 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 he might have still failed his death save but at least you're trying to get him out of harm's way where it's a guaranteed death save like yeah yeah like there there's there's a lot of shit that you could like i don't know there's there's a lot of other stuff that you could definitely channel your like your character into doing that isn't uh that isn't it's what my character would do mm-hmm. so let's let's talk a little bit more about the whole what my character would do idea. So ex- let's um, specifically keep this focus to like combat game mechanic-y type stuff uh, rather than RP. So I kind of summarize this under the idea of suboptimal play for the sake of RP. One of the least harmful examples of this is maybe like a wizard choosing their spells um, with a very strong theme in mind. So let's say my guy's like a divination wizard. So I'm going to focus mainly with, you know, divination, enchantment, you know, abjuration type spells. So because of that, I might not take fireball, which is a very good spell, right? So I'm kind of choosing suboptimal spells for the sake of RP. And I don't think anybody would have a problem with like spell selection like that, right? Like my, Um, for example, my my wizard in Anthony's campaign... He's a chronergy wizard, so most of his shit is based on control and time. So yeah, rather than like optimizing DPS with fireball, you mm-hmm. know. If I wanted to optimize DPS, I would have went evocation and exactly. fireball. Exactly. <laughs> so I think most people can get on board with suboptimal play for RP. However, with this whole barbarian thing, we did just come to a point where maybe there is a little bit of like a line where there is like a certain cutoff of like what's acceptable and what's not. It's like my character is going to refuse to heal anybody else and, you know, make everybody else have a harder time because, oh, it's what my character would do, you know? And I I don't like that, you know? Like whenever you start stepping on like the rest of the party's fun to deal with like your RP decisions, um, especially within like the combat mechanic stuff, I start to have a little bit of a problem there. Um, I, I guess there's a there's a difference between maybe suboptimal and like not engaging with like the thing you know, or just ignoring like the reality of the situation. I don't know. Or it's like maybe you you my my character is a pacifist, so every time the party fights, I'm just gonna not fight. It's like at that point you're just being a nuisance to the party, you know. All right. It's like, oh, that's what my character would do. Yeah, like, but it's annoying. Yeah. Like, 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 like that, that, that was touched on by the spider uh, story I told. Where it's mm-hmm. like, where the, my character doesn't want to go anywhere near spiders. It's what my character would do. And then he brought himself up to save his friends. Like, there's, uh, like, your, your character can definitely set priorities. Like, for themselves. Like, like dynamically. Like, like the, from the time you write your character to the end of the campaign, your character's priorities should change. 100 if your character's priorities do not change throughout a campaign you have a shitty character yeah your character is is absolute shit (laughs) so if if the barbarian in the reddit post 
did something similar to what happened with the spider, the barbarian would be like, oh shit, I'm not a healer, but like, I understand the danger here and I'm going to do something about it, you know? And that would have been like, wow, he changed his mind, you know, he grew as a person or a character, you know? Mm -hmm. Great. And so he's like, no, I'm just going to beat the shit out of him. It's like, okay, boring. Right. So, yeah. It's it's like, it's like, like, like the brains, the brain sees his character down, like his friend go down. It's just just like, oh no. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Just wailing on the fucking... <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, whoever you are, you need to really you, you you need you need to think about priorities here, in terms of like like the fun of the game and your character progression. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he's like a total fucktard. Yeah, but like, I'm not gonna call you a bad like, person. Come on, come on. But like, but like, I'm not gonna say you're a bad person if you are listening. But like you do have to, you do have to reevaluate what D and D actually. I'm not gonna tell you what D and D is like means, but you need to reevaluate what having fun with friends. <laughs> the 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 short the the more condensed version is the barbarian wasn't. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, it wasn't his fault that the cleric died, but he also could have prevented the cleric from dying. Same thing yeah, was yeah, everyone yeah. else in the party beforehand could have helped. So it does, it, it comes down to a combination of, yes, what would your player do? But also what would benefit the party the most? And not waiting until a player gets to two failed death saves and decide, oh, I should probably heal them. Yeah, the rest of the party, that was fucked up. Yeah. The fact that you guys let him get the two death saves and then put it on the barbarian, that was, that was shitty. So don't hop on the barbarian for that. Because you hop on yourself for that, too. So, <laughs> what was the Reddit verdict? What, who do they think was like in the right and what was in the wrong? Um, um, so, it looks like the verdict was kind of split. Um, it, it's not entirely your fault, but all the players failed to coordinate to pick up the cleric. It's not a huge deal, but it feels shitty to lose your character necessarily. So everyone's shitty here <laughs> is one of the... It's actually not the top comment, but it's one of the higher ones that gives a very concise answer. Um, yeah, so so overall, it seems split of that, but it definitely seemed to err on the side of everyone sucks here type of thing. Yeah. So I'm reading this one comment. They say, this is the moment where I would stop and be like, oh, okay, uh, so player to player, do you want me to save your guy or are you okay with me going for the Archmage? And the, the and I, I think that that's metagaming for sure, but I don't give a shit because you're, you're trying to cater like the experience, you know? That's like a, you know, I don't want to make a decision that's going to ruin your fun. Yeah. And I think that's an appropriate time to metagame. In fact, I think that's you, you should metagame there. That might be controversial. Um, but the follow-up line was, I would have had that conversation like two turns ago, which yeah. honestly, that I think that's what it comes down to. Well, I've you, also, you should have dealt with this before it became urgent. You know? I also saw some posts about how the one guy was like, yeah, my DM actually, we uh, roll our uh, death saving throws privately, so this wouldn't have happened. Like no blame or anything. Like it would have been. I don't think that matters. Yeah, I know. I, I just saw think... that as an interesting point. I do like the idea of doing private death savings. Um, I do want to start implementing those just because I feel like that does add a bit more of a. Uh, 
Urgency? What does? Sorry. Uh, private death saving throws. So. Oh yeah, I I do. I'm gonna do that for every campaign I run now, for every session permanently that I run. Because I feel like there needs to be like you're never gonna know when somebody's gonna die, and having a mechanical counter for you is kind of cheaty. I think it just works, but um, it creates urgency, and urgency is what gets people moving. All right, cool. Um. I think that pretty much sums up everything that we wanted to talk about today. So um, thanks again for joining us, guys. Uh, be sure to check out our Twitter at Do's and Drinks. Um, also check out our Discord. Uh, the link for that is in the Twitter. Um, join, say hi, join the discussion, and uh, see you guys next time.